This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hany Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, today is the 14th of November, and if you ask me, November is literally flying by. But when it comes to the tech news happening right here in the UAE, we're talking about how UAE's economic space zone has attracted 14 companies since launch. We're going to be talking about those 14 companies and how they relate to the tech industry right here in the UAE. Yes, indeed. Coming up on today's show, we're also going to be talking all about WhatsApp and how they are now adding a brand new way for us to go ahead and voice note with large groups. They've always been trying to work on new features, and now is the time that they make it easier when it comes to voice note communication. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, application does claim it can show Instagram users who has been looking at their profiles. And a lot of people don't like that because a lot of people love to use Instagram to stalk others. And um, again, if I knew who was uh, looking at my Instagram account, I would uh, not like it as well. Or if people knew that I was looking at their Instagram account, and this has been raising a lot of privacy concerns. So we're going to be talking about that application in just a few. Yes, indeed. We're also going to be talking about one of the biggest scams that have ever been that have ever been done when it comes to generative AI because a group of, we could say, perpetrators who lie all the way in Vietnam have actually been using BARD as their little bait to go ahead and scam a lot of people. And Google has actually been fighting these scammers because at the end of the day, what they are marketing is basically a full-on piece of malware and not just an unpublished version of BARD. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, if you have a Google account, well, heads up, it might just get deleted next month. And we're going to be telling you guys if, whether or not your Google account will be deleted based off the certain criteria. And if you don't want it to get deleted, how you can save your Google account. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you guys think. But we are taking a very short break. And when we come back, we're talking all about the UAE's economic space zone. But we're going to leave you with a very fun song, song of mine, which is Answer Phone. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup on everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. We're talking all about the UAE's economic space zone, attracting over 14 companies ever since it has been launched. And this is actually giving space for a lot of startups to go ahead and provide different services. We're talking everything from climate change to animal migration patterns. Everything under the sky is actually within this space. Yes, and the UAE Space Agency has actually placed a very strong focus on developing a private sector so the country's space activities do contribute to the national economy as well now we did look at the opening of the dubai air show just yesterday ahmed dre said we have 14 companies and 10 of them are owned by emirati nationals and as part of these companies we have different levels and that does include upstream which is for launch services and manufacturing of satellites we're also looking at there is also a midstream which is receiving data and downstream for analyzing spatial data and even using it for urban planning climate change or even environmental clauses or causes now madari space is one of the emirati owned companies that has set up operations in the economic zone 
in Masdar City. Now, Sharif Armethi, who set up the company back in March with the goal of launching data centers into space to help mitigate the amount of carbon emissions produced on Earth. Now, Mr. Armethi, who is also a pilot, said there are thousands of data centers across the globe and they consume a lot of energy for cooling purposes. Now, these do emit CO2 and greenhouse gases that exceed those of the aviation and even shipping industries. And by developing data centers in space, we can utilize unlimited power from the sun to run the centers in a sustainable approach while still providing secure, secure platforms for governments to save critical data. Now, he also went on and said his company was at an early stage of developing data modules and are still searching for launch providers to blast their final product into space. Well, we should tell Mr. Rometi that, uh, you know, Elon Musk has a couple of rockets ready <laughs> to lift off. Yes, indeed. On the other hand, we've also seen companies and startups like Marshall Intech that's actually currently using its very own satellite to go ahead and track wildlife. And they're also actually operating in that same economic zone. They've got falconry and wildlife tracking, and they've also been helping track the location of army pilots that have to land with parachutes. Now, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid, who is the vice president and ruler of Dubai, has actually been working very hard alongside the team, and he's congratulated the Emirati team for launching the UAE's first satellite that actually tracks wildlife. The satellite called Ghalib was actually launched back in 2021 and it actually helps to study bird and animal migration patterns in remote areas. The UAE Space Agency does hope to launch more economic zones so that they can go ahead and help attract more and more companies and hopefully these organizations would eventually be competing for government company contracts and so the national economy will benefit as well as the local private space sector. 4215, let us know what are your thoughts. We'll be taking a very short break but when we come back we're talking all about whatsapp and the latest feature that they have announced when it comes to adding a new way for us to voice note when it comes to large groups yes and ladies and gentlemen we're going to leave you with that beautiful song by alicia keys girl on fire daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world Yes, she's just a girl and she's on fire. And we're talking about what's up because they are on fire and they're adding a new way to voice chat with large groups. Now, we're looking at this new feature and how up to 32 users can join a new voice chat, which is designed to be less disruptive than the existing group voice call feature. I personally have yet to try uh, the previous feature or the current feature, but we're looking at how the feature was previously spotted releasing in a beta, but WhatsApp has now made the news official. Now, we do it as, uh, we do know that it's been possible, actually, to voice call on WhatsApp with up to 32 people, but the new voice chat does work a little bit differently. Now, group participants won't be wrong automatically when a voice chat starts. Instead, they'll receive a push notification, and there'll, there'll be a chat bubble where they can tap to join. Now, I don't like that because every time I want to bring attention to the group of friends that I have in the WhatsApp group, I'll just keep calling them and being annoying until they see the chat. And that is my favorite way to get the attention of a mass amount of people. But once the voice chat is underway, call controls will be accessible from the top of a chat without obscuring a participant's ability to send text message at the same time. And that is one of, that is actually a very annoying uh, thing that happens when you're in a voice call. You can no longer use WhatsApp, but we are looking at how they have changed that as well for a better quality of life to people who do use group voice calls. 
Yes, indeed. Now, just like other personal WhatsApp messages, all these voice chats are going to actually be end-to-end encrypted, and they can be joined, just like you've mentioned, Tani, by up to 32 participants. Now, voice chats will actually be rolling out on iOS and Android in the coming weeks. So, like we've mentioned, they are usually available on beta before their official rollout, but the rollout has actually already begun uh, with larger group chats with between 33 and 128 participants, as we've seen from WhatsApp's page about the feature. So not everyone in a given group will still be able to join a voice chat at once as of right now. However, presumably groups with fewer than 33 users just have not been the priority yet because they can use WhatsApp's existing group voice calls feature. Yet soon enough, we will all have access to this brand new feature. 4215, let us know what are your thoughts. We'll be taking a very short break. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about an interesting application, one that has actually been claiming that it can show Instagram users who's looking at their profiles. However, sadly, it's actually been raising a lot of privacy concerns. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. One application has actually been downloaded by millions. And all this is just so that they can go ahead and find out who's looking at their profiles. Now, this application, though, has been actually been it's been raising a lot of privacy concerns and millions of people have downloaded what is known as Wrapped. Now, due to how many downloads it's been getting, a lot of people think it's actually associated with Meta. But believe it or not, it is not. It's a third party application that is not associated with Meta at all. And a lot of people have actually been doubting its accuracy. And the reason behind it is... What people are using it for is to find out who's stalking their accounts. But what's ending up happen, what ends up happening is their own accounts are actually compromised. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people around the world have been downloading Wrapped around the uh, during the weekend, and we've been looking at how it's a third-party app that is not associated with Meta or its parent company. And again, we we're looking at how the app, which did launch in September, does reveal juicy statistics to Instagram users such as how many accounts took screenshots of your posts and how many accounts blocked them and even which accounts viewed their profile. For a lot of people who are addicted to social media and into Instagram or just want to see if someone specifically did look at their profile, they have been downloading and seeing what the application has to offer. Now, as people began plastering their Instagram rap results across social media, people began to worry about the possibility that anyone could now be exposed for secretly lurking on someone's profile. Now, actually, I did some research last night regarding this as I did see this was a viral and trending topic on the interwebs and a lot of tech enthusiasts took it to themselves to investigate whether or not this was true and they actually have a different phone and they used to, they started capturing uh, you know their own posts with a different phone and even a different Instagram account and the application did not actually work. But we're looking at how year-end social media campaigns are summarizing users' digital activity and have long been popular. Now, after Spotify Wrapped began showcasing users uh, and their unique listening habits in 2016, a lot of uh, you know people or applications have started implementing the same thing. For example, Snapchat. They, look, they give you your year in a story, for example, and they'll show you whatever you did or something interesting or 
just in general some place you like the most and it was very cool in the beginning and uh, you know I enjoyed it a lot and I believe Instagram as well has also implemented the same thing regarding their Instagram stories but some people just want to know who is looking at their profiles and when we looked at recent years platforms like Be Real to Apple Music to Grubhub have also hopped on the bandwagon for the wrapped let's say wrapped statistics but we're looking at how re recap campaigns are usually pushed by the platform themselves and not third-party users. Now we did also look like look at how a lot of people were concerned that now that uh, you know this application wrapped was given authority to view your account and view your statistics that is taking vital information of these people and using it against themselves or even worse selling them to advertisers. Yes, indeed. Now, what has Meta said in regards to this application? They've actually decided to take things to all the way to Apple and ask Apple to remove it from the Apple Store because it does violate their policies in terms of privacy, in terms of uh, making sure that our own information is not at risk. And as of this week, actually, what we've seen is that the website server IP address could no longer be found. Now, a spokesperson for Apple has not yet commented on whether or not they have taken official action. What, when we look at the website, we do see that they've actually been facing a lot of issues with it. And Apple did say that in 2018, it actually began tracking and publishing the uh, government app store takedown requests in a dedicated report that was available online. And so app removal requests do ask Apple to remove an app from the app store based on any alleged or suspected violations of the app store platform policies and so looking at it this just may have been the case and a lot of people who have tried to use the application did say that the analytics actually seem off target nine out of ten total reviews in the apple app store gave it one star with many users actually claiming that the dead the data that is appearing in the application is actually looks like to be false because of a lot of inconsistencies in the way that it collects information and so mm -hmm. I guess time has got to tell whether or not it's going to remain. But what we've seen is a lot of in a lot of places it's actually been removed. Yes, and we also looked at how cybersecurity experts have actually reverse engineered the application, and it does take your data and your password, and you could possibly lose your account. That is one, what one cybersecurity mm -hmm. expert has said. And from the part where it tells you who viewed your profile is probably just guessing, based on followers and DMs. And a lot of people are saying. Well, the top friends or who viewed her account are just the first three and second three followers when you check the follower list in default order. And then a lot of users tried the same thing to see if it was true, and it was. And again, uh, 4215, let us know if you have tried the application or not. And again, if it's too good to be true, it probably isn't. It's very hard for a third-party application to garner all this data unless, unless... The person on the other side or the other end has also downed the application. That way, you kind of both are snitching on yourselves. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you guys think. But we are jumping to the sports headlines. And when we come back, much more tech news is coming at you. Tech this out. Tech this out. Ladies and gentlemen, Google is fighting scammers using Bard hype to spread malware. Now, Google is suing scammers who are trying to use the hype around generative AI to trick people into downloading malicious malware. Now, the company has announced in a lawsuit filed in California that the company says individuals believed to be based in Vietnam are setting up social media pages and even running ads encouraging users to download its generative AI service Bard. 
Now, the download actually delivers malware to the victims, which steals social media credentials for the scammers to use. Now, the lawsuit does note that scammers have specifically used promoted Facebook posts in an attempt to distribute malware. Yes, indeed. Now, a lot of people have actually been talking all about this, especially because a lot of people have actually fallen victims to it. Now, the download actually delivers the malware straight to the victims, which basically steals all of their social media credentials. And the scammers go ahead and make the most out of those. Now, defendants are typically three individuals whose identities are unknown, who claim to provide, amongst other things, the latest version of Google Bard for download. Now, the defendants are not affiliated with Google in any way, even though they did pretend to be. And they've used Google trademarks like Google, Google AI, and Bard to lure all of these victims into downloading malware onto their computers. Now, the lawsuit does note that the scammers have specifically used promoted Facebook posts in an attempt to distribute all this malware. Just like we've seen with other crypto scams in the past years, the lawsuit highlights how interest in an emerging technology can always be weaponized against people who may not fully understand how it operates, but they're just so excited to go ahead and try what looks like to be the latest, the best feature they could potentially get their hands on. So one example on this is how scammers in the case of Bard have actually been trying to imply that Bard is a paid service or a paid app that users need to download when it's actually available free of charge at bard.google.com. We've also seen that Google has actually posted a blog post uh, all about how they've actually submitted around 300 takedown requests in relation to these scammers but wants them to be prevented from setting up future malicious domains and wants them to be disabled with U.S. domain registrars. So lawsuits are typically an effective tool for them to be able to do that, especially if they have a legal precedent, which in this case, they definitely do. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, we're looking at how I believe that Facebook needs to man up or step up and stop promoting everything because we've seen in the past that Facebook ads, and when we look at actually Facebook ads, we also should consider meta ads as in general because meta pushes things on instagram or advertisements on instagram and facebook and we've been looking at even fake kfc ads <laughs> fake food ads ads where a lot of people right here in the uae we've seen this time and time again uh you know they are conned out of thousands and thousands of dirhams unfortunately trying to get a good deal and these scammers will literally stump at nothing and they will take any opportunity to scam someone that is why i believe that yes the normal population should understand and should, you know, do some do their due diligence. But also, Facebook or Meta needs to do their due diligence without promoting with promoting things that they have reviewed. They need to start reviewing. I mean, it's very funny as we do know that Meta is one of the smartest companies in the world with their smartest AI, but they still have a problem <laughs> with putting out fake scams and fake ads, and people are falling victim to it. But I'm happy to see that Google is taking a legal approach to it. And Google, if you're going to fight Google in a, in a courtroom, well, good luck, because Google has unlimited funds, and they do not mind putting you and digging you a grave six feet <laughs> underground. 425, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you guys think. And again, we've seen this actually before happen with ChatGPT in the beginning. But uh, that kind of died down really quick because most people who use ChatGPT were coders or programmers, and they knew when they see a fake scam, they know it is a fake scam. And Google's Bard is kind of uh, catered to the general public. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you guys think. We are taking a very short break, but when we come back, we're talking about how your Google account might be at risk of being deleted. How do you tech? How, how, how do you tech? 
Well, Google has actually been preparing us for this news for about six months now, haven't they? Yes, they have. And uh, again, your uh, ladies and gentlemen, your Google account might just get deleted. And that is a heads up that uh, Omni and I have been giving you guys for the past six months. And uh, now the time is getting closer, or as we like to call it, the clock is ticking because owners of a Google account that have been inactive for at least two years have started receiving email warnings telling them it will permanently be deleted starting December 1st, 2023, if they do not log in. Yes, indeed. Now, looking at it, these alerts are actually not surprising because they've actually been announcing it for quite some time that they want to go ahead and do that just because they're trying to protect us from all the potential security threats that may have been in place. Now, Google did revise its policy and reveal that accounts laying dormant for two years or more will be terminated just so that they can protect our very own privacy. Now, with the deletion of a Google account, we're also talking about the deletion of all critical workspace, which is previously known as G Suite services that are linked to it being gone forever, which basically means that all your emails, media stored in your photos, files and drives, docs material, as well as your keep notes will also be deleted. So if there's anything that you want to keep in mind or you want to still have on hand, you need to go ahead and save it or at least open up your account to make sure that it's not dormant. The, pr the process of account deletion will formally begin starting December of this year, but not before multiple warning messages are actually sent to every account owner. They'll try their best to make sure that you are very well aware that they are about to do this. Now, how can you go ahead and save your Google account? It's quite easy. If you want to go ahead and just make sure that it's not going to be deleted at all, Google is going to be shooting you multiple alerts into your Gmail inbox months in advance. And so as an added step, all you have to do is basically uh, go ahead and check out your email, make sure that there's activity on it, make sure that you're opening the Gmail inbox, reading the email to confirm the activity. You can even simply open the Google, the Google Drive account, watch a YouTube video, or even download an app from the Play Store or just do a quick Google search by having your Gmail logged in or your Google account logged in, and that's it. You'll be proving to Google that you do use this account. Yes, or you can just make a uh, purchase for a product or even a subscription that is current or ongoing, or your Google account contains a gift card with a monetary balance. And uh, the last one would be uh, your Google account owns a published application or game with ongoing active subscriptions or financial transactions associated with them that do have to be active now this might be a google account that owns an app on the google play store so again make sure your accounts are active well uh in my personal opinion if you haven't touched the google account in two years well you don't need it then <laughs> at all 4215 ladies and gentlemen let us know what you guys think but this does mark the end of future talk for today we'll be seeing you guys tomorrow same time same place only here on pulse 95